Hallelujah. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we appreciate you. We give you praise. We give you honor. We adore you tonight. We thank you for your presence that is already here. We give you all the glory. We worship you. We bless you. Father, O Lord, we pray that you open our ears to hear you tonight in the name of Jesus. You send your word and your word healed us. And your word delivers us from all our troubles. Father, O Lord, we pray that you will open our ears to hear the word of deliverance tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you, King of Glory. We give you praise. We honor your name, O Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Let somebody shout hallelujah. I know this story is a, is a popular story. In fact, that is the first story every Christian needs to know. And I know most of us, before now, must have this story. But there is something that I want to talk about tonight, about the story, is the intervention of God. See, after the fall of man in the Garden of Eden, man has been helpless, man has been frustrated, So many things have happened to man. But the Easter story is the story of the ultimate intervention of God. Praise the Lord. The Lord intervened because he knew that there is is no man who can pay the price of sin and still be able to stand with God. Because the moment you carry sin, you cannot stand the presence of God. And that is why he has to bring Jesus, his only begotten son, that if you believe in him, that that sin that has separated you from him will be forgiven. Praise the Lord. What God made us to understand is that for every sin, there is a punishment. For every death, there must be a payment. It is only when, when you pay your debts or when your debts are forgiven that you are free. Praise the Lord. And that is what Jesus has come to do. To pay the price of the debt we owe, we could not pay. Let somebody shout hallelujah. From beginning of creation, man has been in a state of powerless helplessness. In the Garden of Eden, God demonstrated his willingness to always help man, to always take man, to always plan ahead of man, so that he will eventually come to save him. In the Garden of Eden, when man sinned, the glory left him. The glory of God that covered man left him, and man was vulnerable. And everything that man was supposed to dominate became a threat to man. Right there, God made a coat of animal skin and pushed them out of the garden. I know before now, most of us have this interpretation that it is for punishment that God has pushed man out of the garden. It is not only for that. He pushed man out of the garden so that man will not have access to the tree of life. If man has eaten from the tree of life, man would have just been like the devil, who does no longer have space in heaven. Praise the Lord. You and I have space in heaven. But for the devil, he no longer has space. That was what God wanted to avoid. So that man will have a redeemable path, not the condemned one like the devil. Praise the Lord. 
that is where he started intervening for us. So many interventions he has made in the life of man. He intervened in the case of Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. They were thrown into the fire, but for the fire to consume them, the fire brought out the fourth man. Praise the Lord. If there is anyone here present tonight, and you are passing through any fire, I want to assure you that the fourth man, who is Jesus, will appear in your fire in the name of Jesus. Whatever fire that you might be passing through, whatever situation that you might see yourself and not comfortable, that fourth man in the fire will appear in your situation in the name of Jesus. One thing I want you to know, when God intervenes in your situation, He does not only deliver you, but He promotes you. Praise the Lord. In the case of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, in Daniel chapter 3, God was highly exalted. When they came out of the fire, Nebuchadnezzar said, Who is like unto this God that is able to deliver from the fire? And the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were exalted because of his intervention. Let somebody shout hallelujah. You are sitting here tonight and you want the intervention of God. God will show up. He will show up in that place where you want his intervention in the name of Jesus. You might be oppressed by one thing or the other. But I'm assuring you tonight, because of this Easter story, Jesus will appear in your situation. In the name of Jesus. He will appear in that place where you have been waiting for him. He will appear in the name of Jesus. He appeared for Daniel in the, in the, in the, in the lion's den. He appeared for Daniel in the lion's den. Let us open our Bible to Daniel chapter 6. We read verse 20 to 22. Daniel chapter 6. And when he came to the den, that is the king, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spoke and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God whom thou serve continually able to deliver thee from the lion? Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. My God hath sent his angel and hath shut the lion's mouth, that they have not hurt me for as much as before him innocency was found in me, and also before thee, O king. Praise the Lord. He intervened. He was in the lion's den with Daniel. And the, the lions could not hurt him. Let somebody shout hallelujah. I discovered that most of this intervention, actually man did not ask for them. That is, the, it is his plan. It is his plan to save man. So he appeared in man's situation and delivered him even when man does not call for him. Praise the Lord. Even when man does not call for him. In the case of the man at the pool of Bethsaida, he was there for how many years? 38 years. Even when Jesus got to him, he was saying different type of story. Thinking that Jesus will be, is the man he has been waiting for to push him into the pool when it is troubled. But not knowing that, he does not need pool when Jesus is with him. Praise the Lord. This man, that very day, he met Jesus. The man walked home with his bed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Whoever has a bed that is carrying about today, that bed will no longer carry you. You will be the one to carry that bed in the name of Jesus. You will be the one to carry that bed in the name of Jesus. God has been intervening for man. And lastly, he intervened so that 
all this trouble of man will come to an end. And that is why he sent his son, Jesus Christ. To pay that price so that he can put man back to that position he has created them. Let somebody shout hallelujah. In this intervention, man approval is required. In this intervention that will eventually reconcile you back to God, your approval is important. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Your approval is important. He wants to give you the ultimate salvation. He wants to put you in that place he has created from you from the beginning of the world. Let somebody shout hallelujah. So that is where God is going. He intervened. He helped. He blessed. He made you to be free from sickness. He healed you. He provided you a job. He gave you a child. He gave you wife. He gave you husband. All that we do what? We end here on this earth. It is a timely issue. All, whatever you ask for, whatever success of what you have, we end here on this earth. Praise the Lord. That is why God has defined this, all these things that make you to live or exist on this earth are additions. They are not the main thing. What God wants to give you, what is in his mind right from the beginning of creation, is that eternal life which he has prepared for you. Jesus said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. If it were not so, I would have told you. Praise the Lord. He is going to prepare a place for you. And for you to be qualified to go to that place he has gone to prepare, you must comply. Praise the Lord. You, your, 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 you, you are required in this intervention. That is to say, your decision will count in this intervention. Let somebody shout hallelujah. God is ready to give you whatever you want. But that thing that is ultimate in his heart, because of what it is, is for you to be saved. Let somebody shout hallelujah. The devil told Jesus, he says, fall down and worship me. Fall down and worship me and I will give you the glory of the world. That is what the devil is using to confuse so many people today. The glory of the world cannot be used to compare the glory that is awaiting those that favorably accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and what is waiting for them in heaven. The Bible makes us to understand that it has not come to man's imagination. We can imagine the beauty of Muscat. We can imagine the beauty of so many other cities in the world. But the Bible makes us to understand that it has not even come to the imagination of man. That is, if man begins to, in his further, begin to think of all, everything that he can think of, or everything that makes him happy, it will not still be able to know the essence of the glory that is awaiting man. Praise the Lord. Tonight, I want you to understand this basic reason. And I want you to understand that this is what God, this is God's ultimate purpose for man. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That is why the salvation, the salvation, uh, the salvation sacrifice, God makes sure every man is able to afford it. Every man is able to afford it. I don't have money, I don't have a house, doesn't mean that you will not be able to afford salvation. All you need is 
for you to accept the work that was done on the cross of Calvary. That this, the death of Jesus on the cross of Calvary, the blood that he shed on the cross of Calvary, is for me. Praise the Lord. If that blood is for you, I want you to shout hallelujah. We are not going to stop there. It's for you to make this Jesus your personal Lord and Savior. For you to have a personal encounter with Him. For you to be able to say, I know Jesus. For you to be able to say, I am for Jesus. To remove every doubt in your mind concerning all this I have mentioned. Some people, you can ask them, do you know Jesus? Right in their heart, they are looking for the picture of Jesus to say, I know him. This time around, what I'm trying to say is that you will know him and you will no longer doubt it. Praise the Lord. Let somebody shout hallelujah. I want us to rise up now. I want us to rise up now. I want us to pray. Because tonight... I want us to rise up. I want us to pray. Because tonight, God wants to intervene in our situation. He wants to, want to step in into that thing that, into that thing that has been troubling you. He wants to be the one in charge of your life. I want you to open your mouth. I want you to thank God for this opportunity. That he has given to you. That this opportunity he has given to you to intervene. He has given this opportunity because he wants to intervene in your situation. Because he wants to intervene in that thing. He wants to intervene. He wants to take glory over that situation of your life. Begin to thank him. We have come to receive from God. Unless you ask, you will receive. Unless you call out, you will receive. Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord. Worship Him tonight. Holy, holy, holy are you, Elders and angels bow, redeemed worships you now. Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord. One more time. Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord. Holy. Redeemed worships you now. Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord. For you are great. For you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. There is no one else like you, for you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. There is no one else like you. Father, we bless your name today, Father, to give you all the glory and honor. 
for you are great. Church, there is a message for you today. If you were the only one left in this world and nobody else even existed, he would have come for just for you. Amen. He came just for you and me. Luke chapter 19 verse 10, the Bible says, For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost. Are you away from God? Are your children away from God? Is somebody from your family that is away from God? Today you can say, God, I want to claim this promise for my family members. I want to claim this for my child. I want to claim this for my friend that I know. Because your word says that you came to seek. Father, can you call out my loved one from darkness? You came for that purpose. The Bible says, he came to reveal the Father. Matthew 11 verses 27. Nor does anyone know the Father except the Son. And anyone to whom the sons will reveal him. God sent Jesus to reveal the Father that is Himself. John chapter 14 verse 9 says, He said to him, He who has seen me has seen the Father. I want to ask you a question. Have your co-workers, are your, have your children seen Christ in your life? Jesus came that they were able to see the Father. But can your, the people around you see God in your life today? Are they able to see? And if they are not able to see, you can say, God, I want people to see Christ in my life. That's the one thing that I want. The Bible says, He came to do the will of God. He came to do the will of God. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 9, it says, Then He added, Look, I have come to do your will. Whose will are you accomplishing in your life? Is it God's will or your will? Whose will that is accomplishing in your life? Today we need to ask this question, Father, I want to accomplish the will that you sent me to do. Your will and your will alone. The Bible says that He came to preach the word. Luke chapter 4 verses 43. But He said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to the outside cities also, for I was sent for this purpose. I want to ask you a question. When was the last time you preached the gospel to somebody that was lost? When was the la last time that your life shone like the gospel to the lost? When was the last time? And if that was not for the last six months, four months, three months, you need to ask God, Lord, I want, I want the gospel to be preached through my life. The Bible says He came to put away sin and save sinners. We find that in Hebrews chapter 9 verse 26, then Christ would have to suffer many times since the creation of the world. But now He has appeared once for all at the end of ages to do with sin by sacrificing Himself. My brothers and sisters, are we still living in sin? There are many of us, we say we are believers, but still deep down within our hearts, sin reigneth there. We need to ask God, I'm struggling in this area, could you help me? Could you help me? Two more things Jesus came to do. He came to destroy the works of the devil. John, 1 John 3, 8 says, The Son of God appeared for this purpose, to destroy the works of the devil. What is holding you as captive? What is the place that you are struggling day and night that you are not able to be set free, that the enemy is holding you continuously as captive? There's a second last thing. He came to provide a pattern for a holy living. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 21 says, Since Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example for you to follow in His footsteps. Leviticus chapter 11 verse 45, I am the Lord who brought you out of Egypt to be your God. Therefore, be holy, because I am holy. How many of us are struggling in this area? I think many people struggle in this one area to live a holy life. But Jesus has shown us a pattern. He has shown us a pattern. I want to close with, He came to bring healing to our bodies. 
Isaiah 53 verse 5 says, But he was pierced for our transgression. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds we are healed. No matter what be your sickness today. No matter there is somebody in your family who is sick. You might be knowing a friend. Maybe it's yourself. Maybe it's your child. Today is the day you can claim this promise and say, God, I claim Isaiah 53 verse 5 on my, upon my life. The last prayer need is, He came to supply your needs. Jesus came to supply no matter what be your need. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 says, and this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from His glorious riches which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. Today, whatever be your need, today, whatever be your need, you can say, God, I come to you today. My need is this. I have been asking for it for a long time. You have claimed your, your word and you said that you will answer us before we call. You will answer us before we call. No matter what be your need, at the halter, at the halter is the place where the sacrifice was made for you and me. For you and me. I want to call upon the elders at this time. And I want to call the congregation. No matter what be your need. It might be that you are standing in the gap for somebody. Maybe somebody in your family is struggling for a long time. But you want to make a difference in their life. Today is the day. Today is the day. I want to share something very crucial to you. You might be thinking, I've been asking for this for a long time. Do you know the Bible says in Matthew 8.31, Even Jesus answered the request of a demon. You are his children. Amen. You are not a demon, but you are a child of God. If Christ can answer the request of a demon, how much more will he not answer you and me today? Amen. So with faith, come forth and say, Lord, if you have answered the request of demons, will not you answer me today? I come forward today, Lord God. I come to you. I call upon the choir to quickly come and minister in worship as the congregation. Come and let the Lord answer you today. No matter what be your request. That rich man came to Jesus for his servant and he answered him. The widow came and asked because she had a son dead. He even brought the dead back to life. Today, what is your request? Come to the altar and let the Lord answer you. Let the Lord answer you today. No matter what be, your, there is a struggle deep down within your family. There are issues going on at home. You have been asking for a long time. Today is your day. Today is your day. Come. I call upon the elders as God's children come forward. Come in faith. That's the only thing that is required of you. In faith, when you come, God will answer you. Don't let the devil deceive you by thinking that he is not going to answer. He is a prayer answering God. If you are troubled day and night through dreams, come forward. God will set you free from all those dreams. If you are having oppression in the night time, you are not able to sleep. Continuously something is oppressing you. Come forward because God will heal you. I will not say the word He can. He will and He has. Amen. Amen. If you are going for interviews, you are looking for a change of job, come forward. If you say, I am going to look for a job, today is your day. Today is your day. Tonight is your night, my brothers and sisters. No matter what be it. If there is something that is troubling you for a long time in your family, there's the issue in your family back at home, and you're not seeing any, any change, today is the day. Would you be free from your burning or sin? There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Would you or evil awake to 
there's wonderful power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working in the precious blood of the Lamb Would you be free from your passion and pride There's power in the blood Power in the blood Come for a cleansing to There's wonderful power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the land. There is power, power, wonder-working the precious blood of the Lamb. Would you be whiter, much whiter than snow? There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Sin stains our lost in His life-giving flow. There's wonderful power in the blood. There is power. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the land. There is power, power, wonder-working in the precious blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working in the precious blood of the Lamb. Would you be free from your burden of sin? There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Would you There's wonderful power in the blood. There is power. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the land. There is
Hide me now. Hide me now under
Praise God. Let's give a mighty thanks offering. Our God is good. Our God is creative all the time. Month after month we come for victory night. Today was something new. God is creative. Expect. Expect something new every time you come. God works it out always. But then, it's now time for us to reflect a little bit on what we just saw before we give thanks to God. In 20 minutes, you saw a flashback on what Christ did when he was on earth. And there will come a point of time when you will be standing in the presence of God and your life will be flashing in front of you. But there is nothing you can do at that time to reverse certain things. Make your decisions now. Romans chapter 14 Verse 10 to 13 says this, But why do you judge your brother? Or why do you show contempt for your brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, As I live, says the Lord, Every knee shall bow to me, And every tongue shall confess to God. So then, each of us shall give account of himself to God. Therefore, let us not judge one another anymore, but rather resolve this, not to put a stumbling block or a cause to fall in our brother's way. Ask yourself this question. When have you spoken Jesus to your friend? Your not speaking Jesus to your friend makes you a stumbling block. You saw Jesus' life. There was a purpose. But he's left behind a command. He's asked us, go, preach, baptize, make disciples. Turn to God. Just tell God. Thank you, Father, for showing us once again in just 20 minutes your life on earth. So many things that I've known, but I've taken for granted. Father God, help me not to take anything for granted hereafter. My life is in your hands, Lord. Father God, give me opportunities where I can share your words. There are so many perishing. Thousands dying by the day. Who haven't received the word of the Lord. Father God, give me that opportunity. Give me that ability to be able to stand and talk. Just to say, Jesus is the way. Jesus loves you. Father God, give me that boldness. Give me that desire. So that not one is lost. That when all of us stand in front of you to give an account of ourselves, you will be pleased. And you will say, come into my kingdom. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for every person you have used this day, Lord Father. We thank you, Lord Father, that you have put so much of talent in our church, Lord Father. And we ask, Lord, that in days to come, you continue to build up this church, Lord Father. Use every way possible, Lord Father. Our wisdom is limited. Give us the wisdom, Lord Father. You put it into us, Lord Father, that your word will go forth strong in every way possible. We thank you, we praise you, Lord. I thank you, Lord Father, for every person you used today, Lord. Pray, Lord, that your blessings will be upon them, Lord. Pray, Lord, that you will give them greater opportunities, Lord Father, that they will be able to come and share and will be able to do things for you, Lord Father, portraying who you are, Lord. 
we give glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. We shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.